everybody. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share some stories and tips of what works and what doesn't work for us, both in the business and marriage. Sometimes I feel like there's not a lot working for us. So <laughs> how was your week? Well, I think it's been that kind of uh, that kind of week. You know, I feel like, Allison, we've uh, really str- the kids are starting to struggle. I think being away from people and being out of school and just being around you and I and some family members is really starting to weigh on them and us. Yeah, I'm I this was a very hard week for me. Um a hard week with the kids, a hard week with work. I just I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. I'm used to very much having a plan and the next goal and can see what I need to be working on with everything. And I just I feel like it's it's been a struggle. I don't know what where where I'm headed right now. You know, Carl Reiner passed away recently, and he said something that sort of resonated with me. And he goes, there's, he used to say, there's no such thing as an adult. There's only kids playing adults, even in their 40s. And I kind of feel like that way a little bit with my kids, because like my kids don't want to keep the schedule and they don't want to do the the little bit of classwork or, you know, educational stuff that we're trying to make them do every morning. But I don't want to have them do it either. But it's we got to do it. You know, we've got to try to keep them into some semblance of structure. And I think it's just all and they're they're combating that and and it exhausts us. I think it's just made us all exhausted late recently. Yeah, our youngest son, um, we're trying to do like a little bit of spelling every day, a little bit of worksheets just to kind of keep them on track and, you know, move them forward since they were out of school for so long. And our youngest son just this morning, it's just been such a fight this week, but this morning he just melted down. And I said, do you do this when you're with Nana? No, she makes it fun. And I'm like, I don't know how much more fun I can try and make life. We have done theme days and weeks and parties and like I just tired I'm just tired and you know I think it's because we're his parents and he's in our house all the time I think it would be it's it'd be impossible for us to make it fun nothing we do is fun we're the parents right and I am not the fun parent out of the two of us (laughs) on top of it so yeah so you know I think that's been uh that's been something that's definitely been kind of crazy in life lately kind of it kind of parlays a little bit into what we're talking about this week with you know sort of personal development is business development and and talking about how the goals and the things that you set in your day-to-day life also affect your business and how your business grows. I think it's real interesting right now. We we actually were talking about this before we started. It's it's one of those things right now where I feel like going into March of 2020 here before the coronavirus COVID-19 hit. Uh, we had all these goals and we had plans and there was action and and then that happened and everything shut down. Our business shut down. The kids came back from school. There was no more schools and every you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything. People weren't really calling us for our services for our business because of you couldn't go into people's homes and look at remodeling or any of that kind of stuff for the longest time. And so everything went from being we had these big plans and we had these big goals to okay. What do we need to do to make it through today and get to tomorrow? And so I, I kind of feel like we're now at the other end of that or starting to get to the other end of that. And how do we get back into setting those long-term goals and stop worrying about today and tomorrow? Yeah. And how do we, when you're the driving force in your company and you aren't up to doing it or you're depressed, 
How do you put that face on so that everybody else is excited and engaged when I need to be the leader and some days I don't want to lead. I just want to lay on the couch. And, you know, as we talked about early in earlier episodes, everybody goes through that grief and we went through the stages of grief. But I think that we as leaders were so busy trying to make sure we were keeping the ship upright, we didn't have a chance to do that. And so now it's catching up to us. Well, and I think you own your own business. It's it's on you. It's on us to make sure that we have the bills paid and that there's money coming in. If you're if you're an employee in most situations, your employer dictated your path over the past five months. And where now we've switched to things are starting to open back up again, we're trying as employers to help guide our employees to get their motivation back. But it's also hard when we're trying to get that motivation back and we're trying to find, set those goals again and and get up and, you know, brush your teeth some days, right? Right. And we're still all working remotely. We have people back in the office, but none of us are back in the office together. So we do our our stand-ups over Zoom and one person is in the office, but everybody else is working from home. It's hard to have conversations with people you know, going into three months, four months of this, of um, just being so disconnected. And I think that's something that we are really, you know, Alice and I, we're really focusing on right now is to try to start getting back on that path. We've kind of, we came off that path. We were forced off that path in March and April. We had no choice. The, everything was shut down. And so now... We've been off that path for five months, and now we have to motivate ourselves to get back on it. we got to stop blindly walking through the forest and find the path again. And so I think that starts, at least for us, it starts by evaluating those goals that we had pre-COVID-19 and saying, okay, here's the new reality. What do these goals need to be? You know, we've got this new world we're living in. And now what do we need to do to have those goals that we had set back then and bring them into today's world? So what we're going to do is we do a quarterly meeting every every quarter and our meeting's coming up this week. So what we talked about today is we're going to look at the numbers, see where we stand and go back to our goals that we set in November for our two, for the whole year. Uh, yeah, so our quarterly meeting is basically um, we Alison and I pick a day that we don't do any of our other tasks. You know, we I don't do any of my sales tasks in the business. Allison doesn't do any of her general managing bookkeeping tasks that she has on a daily basis in business. We shut that down for a day. We sit down together. This year, we're doing it at the kitchen table. Sometimes we try to find a neutral site or somewhere to go. But this year, we're sitting at our kitchen table, and we um, just kind of go through a a mini SWOT analysis of the business, um, and we talk about all of the departments, and then we talk about those goals. We look at – generally, what we do is we look at the goals that we set in our annual meeting that we do every November, um, and we're probably going to do that again this time and try to reevaluate where they need to be. Yeah. So hopefully by having that kind of focused meeting that isn't a crisis meeting, we can get back on track. And as we've been moving through the summer, we'll be getting 
our team back in the office. So that will kind of help because people will be on more of a regular schedule. And this meeting, the goal for this meeting is not to focus on the crisis aspect of it, to not talk about those kind of things. It's to try to talk about getting ourselves back on the path to set goals that are more long-term. And it was, it's funny, I think we've talked about uh, the Full Focus Planner before on the show, so we both use the Full Focus Planner. And um, if you're not familiar with it, Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. And it part of using the Full Focus Planner is you set these goals. You set annual goals, you set quarterly goals, and you set weekly goals. And I went back to starting my third quarter planner this week and filling it out. And I looked at my annual goals and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what do you, where to even start with them. I'm kind of lost right now on like, so one of my first goal was like, all right, sit down and start filling out the weekly and quarterly goals so that you can figure out what those, what those big goals need to be again. Right. When I did last quarter's book, I went and I shifted all the annual goals to the bottom and then created COVID goals for a, that quarter. And now I'm not really sure. Am I still creating COVID goals? Am I reevaluating the annual goals? Um, so right now, all my goal section is blank because I don't know what to do or where to go from here. Um, and it's okay. The other thing I have to remember is, you know, negative self-talk is detrimental. But when you acknowledge that you're doing it, what are the things we need to do to get ourselves back in a good place? And I'm acknowledging the fact that I'm lost. So now I have to figure out and let myself know it's okay to be lost. Lots of people are lost. It's not okay to let myself continue to be lost. So what do I need to do knowing myself? And I'm a, I'm a C. I'm a list person. I'm an analytical person. What do I need to do from here to move me forward? And how do you balance all of that? So we know what we need to do for the business aspect of goal setting and, you know, trying to get it moving forward again. But how do you balance that with the other responsibilities you have, not only with the kids and at home, but with other organizations that you're involved in, other things that might, that are starting to kick back up into gear? How are you balancing all of that? That's what I'm trying to figure out on top of it all. The networking is still going on. We are we committed to doing it virtually through the through the summer, so we kind of have that as I've, we've got it in a good place. Um, baseball is happening, so now we're doing baseball a couple of days a week. It's going back to the systems that worked for me before, making sure that my Google Calendar is up to date and our dry erase board in the kitchen is up to date, and remembering that it's okay to say no really successful people say no a lot more than they say yes. And I'm a people pleaser. I want to say yes all the time. I feel like people will only like me if I'm doing things for them. So I need to, I'm trying to remind myself that I don't have to be the person that makes every invitation. I don't have to be the person that hosts every party. Um, I try to do for other people what I want them to do for me. So I often end up being that person because I feel like I'm only going to get invited if I'm the one doing the inviting. Bro, and you find out quickly if you're um, if you're a person who does, if you're a person who does, if you go, if you're in a, in a group and the the group looks around and says, "Hey, can we get a couple of volunteers to help every on Tuesday to do X Y Z?" and you are the person who shows up to everyone, you're, they're going to continue to ask you. You're going to continue to get asked to do those things. So at some point, you have to understand that. You can't do everything, especially if you're trying to run a business that pays your bills, you know, and is important to you. You can't 
also be the PTO president and do the baseball and organ. You've got to learn to say no to those items. And so that's, I think for me, that's one of my biggest fears when things start to kick back in is that there are a lot of organizations, be it either for our kids or for us in the, on the business side of things that we are leaders in and that we're involved in. And I don't, I, I feel like, well, we have to spend a lot of time focusing on the business to make sure that that is stable first. Right. We need to find good ways to delegate. And we've been working on backing away from so many commitments that aren't profitable to our values. And COVID shutting down has slowed that down. But we now need to find ways to to get those back on track, too. I have a little quote on my bureau that I look at every morning that says, be who you are, not who the world wants you to be. And in the last year, I've been trying to figure out who I am. I was so worried being a good student and being good in college and then being a good daughter and learning to take over the business and then getting having babies and being a good mom that I'm almost 40 and I don't know who I am. Right. And I think that when you're when you're at the station in life that you and I are at, that it's hard to find out who you are because who you are is defined by so many other things that are somewhat out of your control. Who your kids' friends are, what your kids are involved in, how busy or not busy your business is. And so all of that defines more who you are than, than yourself sometimes. But in the same sense, you also, as much as I think we'd all love to be, I can't be like, oh, well, although I want to move out to the West Coast and start you know, basket weaving and Big Sur. You know, you have to have reality in all of that as well. Well, if that's what you value, though, and that's where your life course is going to take you to meet those values. I just don't think uh, we'll make uh, enough money to feed my kids basket weaving and Big Sur. I don't know. Maybe I would. Uh, so I think for me, that's that's kind of my fear moving forward with is now when as, as things start to ramp back up and life starts to normalize a little bit, how how does my energy level and everything fit in with all of those things I had volunteered for? And I think I think our quarterly meeting will be helpful because we're going to have the quiet time to reassess what we said was important before and hopefully m- decide is that still important to us is that moving us forward towards our goal we should only be saying yes to things that are moving us towards our goal our our life goals well and we had done we had put a lot of work into doing michael hyatt's living forward program last fall and spent a lot of time really being introspective about those kind of things and then i feel like we did it we finished in november it helped us set our goals for 2020, and then 2020 has been 2020. It's just been one crisis after another, and you go from planning mode to crisis mode. And now that crisis mode is extending itself, you can't stay in that crisis mode forever. So we have, we're have we trying to figure out how to get move forward while still kind of in crisis mode because things are different. We Life is different now, and it looks like it's going to be different for the long haul. And just when we, I think part of the fear is, is just when we get ourselves organized now, the kids are going to maybe go back to school. There's this like seven-week window that we've got, and then we don't know what life is going to be look like again. So do you think when we sit down and we have these, these goal setting, these planning sort of 
uh, meetings that we're going to have right now, are we setting goals that are long-term? Like when you go through some of these programs, goal setting programs, you're setting, you know, one, five, 10 year goals. Are we still thinking about those 10 year goals? Do we still still have to think about those 10 year goals? Because life will go on. It may look a little different than it does now, but it's when we break it down to the smaller things that we have to be more realistic. We can't make our goal from now to the end of our plans from now to the end of the year and know that they're concrete because come September, if the kids aren't back in that building, we have to adjust again and we have to pivot our, our again. I have to pivot how much I can take on and how much I have to delegate again. As we're doing this, one of the things I find helpful, though, is we are in a mastermind group. Um, We use a program called Entree Leadership right now through Ramsey Solutions. How do you feel like having feedback from nine or 10 other companies helps you with either your personal questions or your or the business questions in trying to find good space. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I feel like in some ways that group is is extremely helpful with those business those personal business questions if you will. Like I have an employee X that I need to talk about or I need to have this conversation with employee Y, you know, so they're very good for for those kind of thought processes. And it, and it, it's also good for me to have that monthly, because in that group, we also set goals for us. You know, we say, okay, by next meeting, we want to have this happening, or we want to be working on this. And we do that. Not only do we do monthly meet goals, but we also are action items, but we also have action items that are quarterly as well that we review in that group with one another. And so the accountability is super important. And, and uh, one of the reasons why we're doing our meeting um, this week is because we have that mastermind meeting also this week. So we're going to be able to to tell some of those people, okay, here's the goals that we are setting for ourselves. I don't want to waste time in our, in our mastermind group hashing out thoughts that we should have beforehand. So I want to go in prepared so we can get the best feedback possible. Yeah. You've got a group of people who all are small business owners who um, have differing levels of companies, some big, some smaller than us, but they can all give us feedback and we can give each other feedback on, well, this is what I would do if I was in your situation, or this is your goal's great, but you know, can you achieve it? Is it measurable? You know, those are the kind of things that they they help us with. And there are lots of different types of mastermind groups. We've been in, in, in several industry-related ones. But when we looked for a group this time, we were really looking for one that helped us with build other aspects of our leadership. And I think that's been really good for us. Yeah, I think some of the groups that we had been in prior to this were a lot more um, numbers focused, a lot more talking about profit and driven more to numbers as much as this, this group is much more focused on business practices and employee relationships, being a leader. Yeah. It was, hence the name Entree Leadership. Yeah. The other groups are a lot more nuts and bolts to running a business, which was great. And it was great then, and it might be a good fit in later on. But right now, when we were looking for a group, I think we were really looking to build, how do we build our team up and how do we build ourselves up? Well, and I think we've gotten those groups were very industry specific and very similar type of companies to us. And I think we had gotten from those groups what we needed in the sense of, okay, here's how you run a successful business in this industry, which was great for us, especially in the years that we did it in our late 20s and early 30s. And then now that we've done that, our company is successful, but 
trying to figure out the little ways to make it better. And so something like what we're in now, which is a peer networking group of not necessarily similar businesses, but people who have similar issues in their businesses and things they're trying to achieve has, has been very helpful. What are what are some action items people can take this week to start, you know, working and focusing and getting out of where they are and heading towards those goals? Well, we're halfway through the year. So I think writing down what you where you want the where you want to end at the end of the year. If you didn't go into this year with a plan with a plan and a goal in mind, it's a good time to set it. We are at the point now where we're reevaluating. Okay, now we know we're six months through the year. We know what kind of the future holds for us. Now we have to reset those goals and reset those numbers to be realistic. Yeah, and I think there's some great uh, resources through Michael Hyatt, michaelhyatt.com, not only with organizational side of things with his full focus planner and then those items, but also the living forward uh, sort of process in book is really good for helping you evaluate those goals, evaluate where you are and and where you want to be. It gives you a blueprint for doing that, especially if you're not a person or, or couples who have done it before. And one of the nice things the way we did it is we did it together. We we talked each step through together. We said, well, this is what I would say. And you said, this is what I would say. And we kind of found our common ground by having that discussion. Just like when we talked about with the What If Workbook, it was a guide to start the conversation. Yeah. And I think there's some great questions as a couple that you can answer together, not only from a personal aspect, but also from a business aspect that help you realize or work better with, with your significant other in those in making those goals. It, does, it doesn't necessarily have to be business-based. Right. It can be personal-based. As well. And that's how we decided what we knew it would be okay to say yes to. Because at the end of the day, if we're saying yes to things that aren't moving us towards those goals, we're saying yes to the wrong things. And having it on paper and having it communicated between the two of us is what makes it work. So definitely check that out. Living Forward, Michael Hyatt. It's really, really good. Really, really good. Well, thanks everybody for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. Please like and subscribe. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at BizMarried. We're married with a business. You can find us on Facebook as well. Just search that there. Uh, We hope that you continue not only to work on both your business, but your marriage. And remember, we're married with a business. See you next week.